let's take it from the Mishnah towards the top of the page. We have two courtyards. One courtyard is further in from the other courtyard. Okay, so um, the only way for the inner courtyard to exit to the Rishus Harapim is by exiting its own courtyard into the outer courtyard. The inner one has to be hit to go through the outer one, and that's the access point to the Rishus Harapim. So that's Zulif Nimizu. So the Allah is this. If the inner courtyard made their own Eruv for the houses in their courtyard, and the outer courtyard did not do so, the inner courtyard is perfectly permissible to carry within, because after all, it's a standalone area. But the outer one, which didn't have an Eruv set up, will be forbidden. So far, easy. Uh, getting from the light to the more difficult. If the outer one made an Erev amongst themselves, but the inner one never did make an Erev, so then now both are going to be prohibited. What's the reason? Why is the outer one prohibited? They made a good Erev for themselves. The problem is, is that they have to deal with the inner one. The outer one is never going to be valid unless the inner one has an Erev as well, because the inner ones have rights in the outer one, because that's their right of access. We've seen this idea earlier as well. So that's also the outer one is, accept, is, is not going to be acceptable at all. It's shtein asurus, because the inner one doesn't have an Arab. The outer one has an Arab, but it's not including everyone in the Arab, because the, you have to include the people in the inner one in order to be good in the outer one. Now, ir What if everyone made an Arab, but they made an Arab each in their own? So the inner one made an Arab for themselves, and the outer one made an error for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that does work. That's valid. Since they, the inner one has their own Erev uh, for themselves, and they're able to carry in their own area, so therefore the, the outer one can also make an error for their own area. And that is acceptable. Okay. Rabbi Akiva Oser. Rabbi Akiva says, not true. That's also not allowed. Why? We'll see why. Ha, um, er, oh, oh, right, right, let's see, he speaks it out. Rabbi Akiva, Osar Achitzoni, he says the outer one will still be Osar. Why should Jerisas Haregelosarta? The fact of the matter is, if you, the people on the outer one didn't make an error of including the people on the inner one, it's no good because the ability for them to walk through and the rights that they have in the, in the Chatzar to access the Rishus Arabim means that they must be included in the Erev. And if they're not, it's not, it's a problem. Okay. So it's not valid, the inner Erev? The, uh, no, the outer Erev is not valid. The inner Erev is still valid. The outer Erev is not valid. Okay. So they, they, should, they, should, they should have done an Erev for both Erev. Together. Only when it's both together would it work according to Rabbi Kiva. Okay. Now, the Chum disagree with Rabbi Kiva, and they say that the fact that, that the inner people can access the outer one, and they have a right of, uh, uh, they have a, a, a right of passage, is irrelevant and doesn't create a problem. We'll see more about the Rabbanu's opinion soon. Now, what about this case? There, were, there was these two Eruvin, one on the inside, one on the outside. And one of the people from the outer one forgot to participate. He didn't put in some of the food in the Erev. Okay? 
Hapnimus muteris, the inner one is still valid because everyone did participate in the inner one. Vachitzona asura, the outer one's going to be not allowed. Min hapnimus floyiriv, what if somebody from the inner one forgot to participate in the inner era? Floyiriv, shteyan asuras. That, that's like the house of cards. Everything falls down because you can't have the outer Erev unless the inner one is properly permitted to carry it. And then it'll be Shtein Now, what if there's... What, what if they made a joint Erev between the inner courtyard and the outer courtyard and they put it in one place? We'll see where the one place is. And one of the people whether he be one of the inner courtyard people or one of the outer courtyard people, forgot, below Yerif, now everything's Asur. doesn't matter who forgot. If, um, if it's a single Eruv, one of the group forgot, it is no good. But if the inner courtyard was private, like a private Chatzar, which didn't belong to a group, to a public, to a group, uh, at least two people, meaning, let's say the inner courtyard is just somebody's private yard, the outer courtyard is just somebody's private yard, then they don't create a problem to each other. We'll see about every step of the way. This is the Mishnah, okay? So far, that's the Mishnah. Now, when Rav Dimi came, he said in the name of Rav Yanai, this is going like Rav Kiva. The Amar who says, "Afilu regel hamuteres bimkoma," even a foot that is permitted in its own location, meaning he's allowed to carry. Meaning, if you have an inner courtyard where they made an era for each other for the inner people that they're allowed to carry in their own chazer, oseres shalobimkoma. It's still if they're not included in the outer era, they create isurim for the outer era. Okay. Aval Chachamim Amrachim disagree. They say, and this is, uh, we'll see right now where these Chachamim are, but they say, Geshem She Regal Amuteres Eno Seres, Kach Regal Asura Eno Seres. Which basically it sounds like that these Chachamim are basically saying is that the, the, that the inner and the outer, you have a question, Yehuda? Yes, I do. Yes. I mean, Rabbi Yana, when he came in, Rabbi Dimir, when he came in, he comes up and says, the whole Mishnah is according to Rabbi Akiva. Well, if that's the case, I mean, it's kind of very strange. If the whole Mishnah is Rabbi Akiva, why would they have to say in the, in the Mishnah itself, this is Rabbi Akiva? The only thing they have to say over there, that Hamim disagree with, with the Mishnah itself. So what's the extra warning over there? Okay, okay, you jumped the gun. Baruch Hashem, Yudi is still on the ball. He's still jumping the gun. We'll get to it. One step at a time. Yet, huh? The Gemara is going to be bothered. What do you mean? This is how can it all be Rabbi Akiva? How can you say such a thing? It's all Rabbi Akiva. It's not all Rabbi Akiva. We mentioned Rabbi Akiva in the middle. Well, you're right. Also true. Also true. Good. Good. Okay. All right. One step at a time. But now, what the what I, I want to explain the Chacham's opinion because it's a very important opinion. Chachamim, we don't see this opinion really expressed in the Mishnah, at least our Mishnah, at least the way I see it. What, what, what Rabbi Yanai, Rabbi Dimi, in the name of Rabbi Yanai is saying is that the Chachamim hold that the inner courtyard does not affect the outer courtyard. Whether they made an Erev in the inner courtyard or did not make an Erev in the inner courtyard, it still has no negative effect on the outer courtyard. The outer courtyard is completely independent and can make their own Erev for themselves and the inner courtyard doesn't ruin it. Do it. What? If the inner courtyard has a 
They can't carry in that chutzer. Of course not. That's not what we're worried about. The chiddush of the chachamim are that even if the inner courtyard never made an eruv, but the outer courtyard made an eruv, the fact that the people on the inside have access and right of passage into the outer courtyard, and it's a regal ha'oseres bimkoma that's usher in their own place to carry, it has no effect, negative effect on the ability for the outer courtyard to be able to make their own eruv. We'll see what's the pshat in these chachamim that's coming up. Okay. So now we're going to see how can it be, like Rabbi Dimi says in Rabbi Ariana, that this Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva, how can it fit into the Mishnah? Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Irva, Chitzon, is the outer courtyard made an Erev and not the inner courtyard, Shtena, Surah, they're both prohibited. Excuse me, who can this be going like? Ilim, Rabbi Kiva, telling me it's Rabbi Kiva, my area regular Surah, why did we give the example? Because the inner one didn't make an Erev. Okay, I feel a regular terrace. Even if the inner one didn't make an Erev, they would be allowed. Isn't that true? Ela love Rabbanon. So clearly our mission is going like the Rabbanon. So how can you say Zudiv Rebbe Kiva? Kasha on Rebbe Yanai. So pretty similar to your problem, Yehuda. So the Gemara says, not just because of the name. So the Gemara says, no, the other Rebbe Kiva, it is Rebbe Kiva. Ah, if it's Rebbe Kiva, why then did you talk about where the inner courtyard didn't make an Erev? But also, Absukhtani, it's a style of Mishnayas that we build up, you know, from the light to the heart. First, we tell you a smaller Kiddush, and then we say, not only this case, but even this case is Dalacha. So, first, we start talking about where the inner courtyard did not make an air for themselves, which is more obvious that then it's going to be Asr for the outer people, even though they made an air of Takarian. But not only in that case, but even if the inner courtyard did make an air of, and the outer courtyard did not, I mean, our courtyard did also, there's still a problem. That's Shittas Rebbe Kiva. Okay, so far we got away with it. Tran, we learned in the Mishnah, next case. Irva Zulatzman Zulatzma, this one made its own air. The inner one made its own air. The outer one made its own air. Zubataras Bifniatzma, Zubataras Bifniatzma. Each one is allowed in their own area to carry. What do you see? Time of the Irva, that's because they made an air. What does that show? You hello Irva. If they had not made an Erev, they'd both be prohibited. Okay? That's what it's saying. So, Mani, huh, who could this Tana be? Right? It can't, in other words, what we're saying is, is that if the only reason why each one is a permissible is because the inner one made their own Erev and the outer one made their own Erev, which implies that if the inner one did not make an Erev, so then it would be Asr to the outer one. That's the implication. Okay? And, um, and they would both be Asr. But uh, didn't we say this Tana Holt, the Chachamim, who argue on Rebbe Kiva, you quoted as saying, who says, Regal Materis Eino Seres, Regal Asuro Seres. He's saying that Regal Asura, if it's not allowed to carry in the inner one, then it makes an Isr in the outer one. And you just said that the Chachamim hold that Regal Asura also is Eino Seres. So Mani, huh, who could this be going like? Even uh, even when there's two a roof in the outer one is no good. Ella Lavra so must be going or That's one problem. 
Ba'od, and furthermore, this is also a problem with the Sefer Rebekiva, Rachel Abba Rebekiva. It says, Rebekiva argues on it, Rebekiva Oser, obviously, the Rebekiva is not going like Rebekiva. So, again, that's, that's, uh, this is actually your question, Yudam. So, Gemara says, no, Kula Rebekiva, really, the Mishnah is all Rebekiva talking. How do you fit Rebekiva in the whole Mishnah? You got to fill in the blanks, it's missing some words. What are the words that are missing? This is what the Mishnah is to be read. This is how you're supposed to read the Mishnah. If each of these two places made an Erev to the, each other, to themselves, so the inner courtyard have their own Erev, the outer courtyard has its own Erev, each one is mutter to themselves. How does that work? In Rabbi Kiva's world, when these words said, that's where they created a doorway, an enclosure to separate the inner one from the outer one. There's a little door that blocks the two courtyards from each other. It's not open access. Okay? There's a little bit of a, there's a door there. If they did not make this doorway, then the outer one will be prohibited. That's where Bikiva Shita. Okay? So, what do you see? The outer one is prohibited. Um, what, what is, uh, okay? Um, that's the point. Because, again, if you close off the inner one from the outer one, that makes all the difference. Okay. That's where Bikiva Shita. Because Rabbi Kiva says the outer one is prohibited. The reason is because the ability, the right of passage, regardless of whether they're allowed to, allowed to carry in their own area or not allowed to carry in their, other, in their own area, Oseres Asers in the other one. That's Rabbi Kiva. Then we introduce the Chacham's opinion. Angels are regular Oseres at all. That's the Chachamim, and that's how you have to read the Mishnah. And the, basically, it's all Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah. Once you fill in the blanks, it all works. Frag the Gemara, Masa Rabbi Vibarbayas, or Rabbi Vibarbayas has a question. We said in the Sefer of the Mishnah, if it's private, if it's individual, a Ruven, not an Erev, each. The inner courtyard is its a private person's property. It's basically private property. There's only one house that opens up into that inner courtyard. Ain't three There's no need for an Erev. What does that imply? Hashel Rabim, If it's of the Rabim, then you wouldn't need an Erev. It's only because it's an individual that it's not a problem. If it's a be more than one, then it would need an Erev. Alma, what does that tell you? Regal muteres bimkoma, ain't oseres. Regal asura oseres. But why is a rabbin different than a yachid? Because a yachid is allowed to, to carry in the chatzar. A rabbin is not allowed unless they make an Erev. Right? So it's a regular asura is oser, which is basically indicating that, uh, that, that, it's, that there's an in-between opinion, that, that, that it makes a difference whether it's regular asura or regular muteris. The ode, and furthermore, Masiv Ravina asked a question. If one of the outer people made, forgot to participate in the Erev, Hapinim is Muteres, the inner one stays permitted, and the outer one is forbidden. They're both prohibited. What do you see? Time of the Shacha, it's only because they forgot. 
Ha but if they didn't forget, Shtei Mutaris, then they're both permitted. Alma, which is basically saying, Regal Mutaris, ain't no Seris, but Regal Asura Seris. If nobody forgot, then it's both, then it's both acceptable. How can that be? Because a Regal Mutaris doesn't Asura, a Regal Asura does. And that's basically the point. If, they, if the people who are in the inner courtyard are allowed to carry within that inner courtyard, then they don't create problems for the people in the outer courtyard um, just because they're able to pass through. Basically, not like Rabbi Kiva and not like the Chacham that we saw who say that no, the, no rite of passage affects the outer courtyard at all. So, it's, so what's the story? Ella, so therefore, Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin finally came, Am Rabbiani said a little bit different than Rabbiani. In the name of Yana, Gimel Machlokos Bedavar. This indeed, there are three positions here. There are three opinions, and that's it. The Tanakama Sabra. The first opinion is Regal Muteres Eno Seres Regal Asuros Seres. This this opinion that a Regal, the foot of the person on the inside courtyard, he can carry somewhere in, uh, in the inner area in the inner courtyard because. He made an Erev there, or whatever it is. Then, the fact that he still has access and a rite of passage through the outer courtyard does not affect the outer courtyard from making their own Erev for themselves. Of course they could. Regal Hasura, but if the inner courtyard guy cannot carry, so he doesn't have his own Erev from the inside, so then it will be a problem for the outer courtyard to not make an Erev, to make an Erev, because there's people who are in the inner courtyard who are not allowed to carry. That creates a problem. That's Shita's Tanakama. Rabbi Kiva says on the extreme on one side that even if it's permitted to carry in the inner one, it still has to be included in the outer one in order for it to be a good Erev. And that's the third opinion. So there are indeed three opinions on the three, to, you know, the middle and the two sides. And that's the story. And that's the bottom line of the Mishnah. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Nasnu eruvan b'makam echad. We were specifically enig- enigmatic over here in the Mishnah that says if the Erev was placed in one location. One location. Which location? In the inner courtyard, the outer courtyard. Say what you say what it means. And somebody forgot. We said that it's no good. Now the question is, my What does it mean, So means somewhere in the outer courtyard is where the erev is being kept. That's why it's a problem. Okay, if anybody forgot when the erev is in the outer courtyard to participate, whether he be somebody from the inner courtyard, or whether he be somebody from the outer courtyard, there, nobody is allowed to carry now. Why is it called a makam echad? Why is it called, what is it referred to as a single place? It's a place where, bo- where both sides have rights. Because remember, the people in the outer courtyard have no rights really in the inner courtyard naturally. Because they have no, uh, they have their own direct access to the Rosh Hashanah and they don't have a right of passage to the inner courtyard. Why should they be going inside? It's private property. According to the government, yeah, they don't have access to the Rosh They have to go to the the inner. The inner. The inner have to go to the outer. Exactly, but the outer people do not have access to the inner. They have no rights on the inner one. Do you understand? Yes. That's all I'm saying. 
the people. So when we say makom echad, it means a makom hamiyuchad l'shdan, where both parties have rights. Where is that? In somewhere in the outer courtyard, because both the inner courtyard and the outer courtyard have a right to be in the outer courtyard because that's their right of access. Yeah, they have an easement. Passage. They have an easement, right? Exactly. Okay, that's now Tanya. We learned in the Brisa. Tanya Namiachi. The Brisa says the same thing. Somebody, if they put their Erev in the outer one, explicitly we said you put the Erev in the outer one, and somebody forgot, and somebody, doesn't matter from where, from the inner courtyard or outer courtyard, forgot, and didn't participate in the Erev, both the inner and outer one are not allowed to carry. Nobody's allowed to carry. Now, what if they kept the Erev in the inner one? Okay. V'shachach echad, and somebody forgot. Min apnimis, if it, somebody, shachach echad min apnimis, if somebody from the inner one forgot for the and he did not participate in the Erev, shtein asuras, then they're both going to be asur. Because we, we, the Erev is no good even in the inner one, because somebody from the inner one forgot. So it's asur for everybody. Min achitzon of lo but if the person who forgot to participate in the Erev is somebody from the outer person, people, from the outer courtyard, then, but everyone in the inner courtyard did, it was 100% participation. So, 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 so let's read it inside. Rebbe Kiva says, it's still going to be Asr. That's Rebbe Kiva. Nobody's allowed to carry, regardless who forgot. Even though it's kept in the inner courtyard, says Rebbe Kiva, we'll see the reasoning of Rebbe Kiva in a soon, but says Rebbe Kiva, it doesn't matter where it's kept. Since even somebody from the outside forgot to participate in the Erev on the inside, it, it, there, nobody's allowed to carry here. We, have, we don't have 100% participation between the two courtyards, it's no good. Uh, yeah. No What's order. Order? you're walking from Fon to Maya. Mm-hmm. Do you participate in Maya? Would you want to enter my land, you are allowed to carry. That's always true, correct. So what is the This is the same Erev though. This Erev is one Erev. The inner and the outer are making a joint Erev and they put their food in one place. Okay. And, there's that, and that Erev needs to have 100% participation from the people who live in that Erev. A guest, as we already explained, a guest is, can go out by the, by the hosts. That's not a problem. So anybody who's in that area who's not f- living there can also carry like anybody else who lives there. Okay? okay? But uh, everyone who does live there has to have 100% participation. That's the they have to be dealt with. How do we deal with it? Somebody's mezakit on behalf of everybody. How does we deal with the Gentiles? Their, their place is rented out. We get permission. We go over their heads. This is the way Erevin work. We always need that. Okay. Now, Rabbi Kiva says it's, not, it's still Asr. In this case, the inner one will be permitted, the outer one will be prohibited. Now we're going to explain the logic, the reason behind these two, these two sides. Why do the rabbi say the inner one is still allowed? They could say, you know what? Thank you very much. We're locking our gate <laughs> from the inner one. And uh, you guys are out. Goodbye. Now, this inner courtyard is only for us. 
we closed the door, and now we have an era for ourselves. Okay? Why does the Rebbe Kiva agree to that idea? Let the inner people close the Kheatzer off from anybody who lives in the outer courtyard, and then they have 100% participation in their own Chatzer. Samalei, Eruv Margila. The reason why Rabbi Kiva says it's not allowed is because since the outer people, everyone except for one, did participate in this Eruv, so that Eruv is their food. They have a right to their food. And therefore, the Eruv brings them in, and that enables them, I have a right to exit to get to my food. And that's the story. So what, one second, now that you're telling me that, doesn't that svara apply to the rabbis? So the more answers, the inner courtyard people can tell the outer courtyard people, excuse me, when we allowed you to partner up with us, we allowed you to partner us up with us for our benefit, not to ruin it for us. So we have 100% participation. You have a guy who forgot, thank you, but no thank you. We never agreed to that. That was not what we signed up for. Okay? That's their argument. Why can't that argument also work in Rabbi Kiva's world? He also should say, they didn't sign up for this, that somebody from the outside should ruin it for them on the inside. The answer is, Rabbi Kiva says, that, what's the problem? We're not making it that it's us or for you to carry. All we're going to do is be mevatel rishos. This person who forgot, he'll do bittel rishos, and everything's back to normal. It's not. It's not going to. It's not cramping your lifestyle. You, as we know, you could always do a bittel rishos, and that smooths thing over. You still be allowed to carry. So, what's the problem? For rabbanon, why did the rabbanon not say that that's an option? Because in bittel rishos because you want to do a bittel rishos to the people in the inner courtyard. Sorry, Charlie, you're on the outside outer courtyard. Outer courtyard people can't be mevatel rishos to the inner courtyard people. You're not connected here, so there's no bittel rishos. So therefore, then their argument of your, we we agreed to partner up with you to our benefit, not to our disadvantage. So that's the re, that's the reasoning behind the dispute between Rabbi Kiva and the Chacham. So the Gemara says, you know what? This sounds like a deja vu all over again. Didn't we have a machlokas earlier of whether you could be mevato rishos mechatzer lechatzer or not? It was a machlokas before. Shmuel and Rabbi Yechanan said this argument, right? Shmuel says, Ein mevato rishos mechatzer lechatzer. And Rabbi Yechanan says, mevato rishos mechatzer lechatzer. It's, we had this. So is this the same machlokas? It's an it's a, it's a earlier machlokas between the Rabbana and Rabbi Kiva. Shmuel says, like the Rabbanon, who says, you could be and maybe that's the same machlokas. Shmuel will tell you, not true. I know that I feel Kiva. That's him, I could agree with Rabbi Kiva. Why? Because it's not the same scenario. My case of Mavatl Mechatzer Lechatzer, remember, they were arguing about two Chatzeros that were side by side. They didn't need each other for access at all. Okay? This issue over here is to a different kind of scenario. The inner courtyard. Their, their only access to the Rosh Hashanah is via the outer courtyard. It's one on the inside and one further out. The Asra Na'adadi, they create prohibitions to each other. 
That's why he allows for bitul rishos mechatzer lechatzer because the inner courtyard is connected to the outer courtyard, and that's different. Avol over there mechatzer now dadi. They're two independent courtyards that happen to have a doorway between them. That's not. They don't usher to each other. If they don't usher to each other, so then, so then. Um, then you can't be mevatam lechatzer lechatzer. One has to do with each other. Okay, that's the idea. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan can argue. Another, I mean, after I can agree with the rabbis also. You want to know why the rabbis say this is different? Elo da amr la de mevatlesli kasralai. You know, it's very thank you, but no thank you. Until you are mevatel rishus, you're making it prohibited for me to carry. So, not interested. I don't want you to. I don't want you. I don't. Want, I'm not interested in you prohibiting me in my area, and that I'm dependent on your being mevatarishos. Thank you, but no, thank you. Avol hasam mikasatalai. If it's two chatzeros side by side, the one one side doesn't have any prohibi- create any prohibition on the other side ever. I always have the right independently to, to enclose myself. So therefore, that's why there's, no, there's never any issue and there's no problem. I don't need to come onto your bittel to allow me. And that's the difference and that's the explanation. So the bottom line is, even though Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan had a very similar sounding argument, it's a different case and it's not the same thing. They can go on either side of, the, of, of these tanoim. All right. Brings us to the next thing. We said if it's private, the inner one, the outer one is private, then they don't need, they, they, then they don't need to make an air. If you have a question? Yeah, well, no, I'd like to make a statement. Yes. It's really the whole thing much simpler than that. They could have come up with a statement that says, if you have any rights whatsoever in the other piece of property, then you can mevatel. But if you have no rights in it, don't, you have no way to, to, to mevatel something. That's the I mean, that is know, that's what it's saying. That's the svara. The svara of Rabbi Kiv, that's exactly what Shmuel is saying. That what Rabbi Kiva's case is there's a natural connection between the inner and the outer one because of their rights. Yeah. The inner one has connection to the outer one, but the outer one has no connection to the inner one. That's you know the inner one can can battle the outer one, but not back not the other way. No, no, but if their Arab is on the inside the point is, it's both, you're actually asking a question. If I'm understanding you correctly, you're asking a question. We said that Shmuel doesn't allow bitl mechatzer lechatzer. But he could still agree to Rabbi Kiva, who does allow here. The, now Rabbi Kiva, when he allows bitl mechatzer lechatzer, he's allowing in every direction. Inner to outer, outer to inner. How can you do it across chatzer lines? Because as long as the two chatzeros have to deal with each other because the inner one has to access the Rishus Arabim through the outer one, that's enough to make these Chatseros connected, regardless of where you live. And once they're connected... Okay, just because you don't have no rights, okay. Yes, exactly. Since there's a connection between them because that's the right of passage of the inner one to the outer one, that means they're connected. And that's why you could even do a bitl across Chatser lines. The door over there just has the fact there's a door between them that isn't the connection. That in the side by side case, that's what Shmuel and Rabbi Yochum were talking Nothing. about. That's right. There's no connection. There's no connection. The whole thing is a door. That's it. Yeah. it. So there's only an option. All it is is options. Options you can't do. If you have an option, that doesn't mean that you have a right to be mevatel lechatzer lechatzer. Okay. 
All right, brings us to the next thing. So now, Amr of Yosef, Tani Rabbi. Rabbi learns. If there are three, then it's Asr. Okay? So, meaning, as soon as there's three people, it's not, when it's, each one's Yachid, there's a Yachid in the inner courtyard and a Yachid in the outer courtyard, that's a total of two. That's, that's when it's okay. Ain't Srikhan Arif. But if there's three, then it's Srikhan Arif. Okay? Asur. Now it's Asur. So, Amalur of Bivi, don't listen. <laughs> Meaning, uh, uh, he got it a little bit wrong. Here's the full story. I said it over. It came from me. The reason is, is because if there are two people in the outer one, that already creates a problem because it's like a xera of, of, of if, we, if somewhere there's two, if there would be two people in the inner one, then it creates a problem in the outer one that we understand. The Chiddush is, even if it creates, even if it's two people in the outer one, it's also a problem because of the Agzerev. Once there's three people, we can't, we have to make them have an Erev. Okay? Even though the inner one is, is the regular Hamuteres Bimkoma, and therefore it doesn't Asr Shalom Bimkoma, it's still a problem. Okay? Because we, we, need, we, we confuse ourselves where the two is. Once there's three people, you may come to allow it if there's two on the inside and one on the outside. Now, I'm Rav Yosef, sir. Rav Yosef says, I can't believe how we messed up over here. I said, Tani Rabbi, I read it wrong. Marid Avram, Rabbi, Rabbi, Ikhlafli. I, uh, as we know, Rav Yosef forgot his learning. Abaya had to remind him of all of his Torah that he forgot. Uh, he was sick. Anyway, bottom line is, when I'm trying to re- recreate what I learned, I thought it was Rabbi when really it was Rabbi. That was the original thing. The Rabbi. I can't believe what, what kind of mistake it is. It was a, a, it was a rabbim. That's the halacha. Once it's a rabbim, it's a problem. Nothing to do with rabbi. Now that was that that. Now Shmuel Amar Laolam Mutaros. They were still going to be motor. He said we don't make such a zera. The only when there's two on the inside and one on the outside is there the problem. Otherwise, it's fine. So Amar Belazar. Where it says Rabbelazar, Vinachri a Gentile Harev to rabbim. He is like a rabbim. So the question is why? Maishna Yisrael the low Asr. Why does a, a, a meaning if there's a Gentile who lives in the inner courtyard, that's like a rabbin in the inner courtyard, now they need to make an Arab. What's the deal? They need to deal with the with the Gentile. Why did they this case needs to deal with the Gentile and before they didn't? So Maishna Yisrael the low Asr, he doesn't create prohibitions, demand the yada yada. Whoever knows, knows. If you, if you know the truth, he's only one person on the inner courtyard, you know there's no need to make it, to deal with him. And the person who doesn't know thinks that you made an error, so there's nobody concerned. He's only one Gentile, so what's the problem? We rented, we rented our, our rishos, so even if he doesn't know how many people live on the inner one, by the Gentiles, they'll assume that maybe I rented the rights. So Gemara says, no, Stam Nachri, he said the ogre, Mifa Pai. When they rent out, when they get money from the Jew, because they're, they're very proud of it. Oh, the Jew said he wanted rights to carry in his own place, and he paid me money. It's such a good business deal, okay? They're, they're happy and proud that they got money for nothing. So therefore, they publicize it. And therefore, obviously, there was no arrangement, and that's why it's a bigger concern.
off now. Amr of Yudam Rishmol, Yud Batim, very interesting case. Yud Batim Zeh Lifnim Mizeh. You have, uh, it's a, you know, there's a house called like a railroad uh, house, okay? Where you have, uh, you walk into one room and then from that room you get to the next room and from that room to the next room. It's one corridor and that's the way the house is situated, okay? Now, sometimes you can have, and it's very annoying, but it's not, not a poor construction, but sometimes it's multiple houses, and there's, um, you know, I have the innermost apartment, but I walk through everybody's apartment to get, to, to get outside. No privacy. No, well, the one person who has privacy is the innermost one, okay? Anyway, so the halacha is, says Shmuel, when yud batem zelif nimizeh, pnimi nosin as a ruvo or when putting in the Eruv, the innermost one just put the food for the Eruv, and that suffices for everybody else. And that's because every house that's outside of his house is considered not a house, basically. It's like a base shower. It's like a gatehouse. It's not a real house, okay? Vitayo, that's good enough. Outermost one also needs to participate. What does it mean by the outermost one? The outermost one is a base shower. No, chitzon shel pnimi, the outermost inner one, meaning second to last, also needs to participate. The last one is for sure bishar, because everyone's walking through that house. That's forget about it. But uh, the inner ones have at least some privacy, to some degree, and therefore they are considered a house, and they uh, as a house they need to participate in the eruv. What's the machlokes? But my kamiflagi marsover bishar diyakid. Shmei Beishar. A Beishar that's, that's a Yachid is still a Beishar. As long as it's somebody's Beishar, that's a Beishar. On my server, Lo Shmei Beishar, it's not considered a Beishar. And therefore, um, it's only when it's a Beishar de Rabim. And that's uh, why it's only the outermost one that is an issue. Okay, we'll stop over here. Um, then um, the next thing is a new case. So that's Omar of Nachman. And we'll take it up tomorrow. And again, it'll be after the...